Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we have another mailbag episode as we get geared up for the season. We're only, I mean, we're less than three months away from kickoff now, Jeff. It's coming up. I mean, drafts in less than two months probably for some people. Beginning of August, they'll start. Getting excited? I mean, we have to get... This is close, man. It's almost here. Yeah, it's time to start getting amped up a bit. I, it is funny. I'm starting to kind of figure out my favorites here and there, kind of who I'm watching. So I'm kind of dialing in. I can already... I can sense the season closing in on me. It is. And I'm I'm, I'm hearing some good news about some of my, you know, targets for the year, like uh, Jay Ajayi. Did you hear... You see? Uh, yeah, you saw that. Immediately, immediately yeah, after I, yeah. I put him on the uh, overvalued list, yeah, they come out and they like, say they're going to feature him. And I was like, oh, yeah. of course, of okay, course, of course. It's one of those interesting ones that, hey, people have been a little bit down. I've, I'm, I'm, Hey, I'm Jay. I've been on your side the whole time. So I have him ranked 15th currently. So we'll see where that goes. I'm, I'm liking the stories I'm hearing from that. So, you know, that'll be... Interesting one. I'm hoping though he stays. I actually didn't like the news in a way because other people are going to jump on the JGI bandwagon now. Oh, yeah. So. And actually, the uh, I, I thought the same thing after I hyped up um, Chris Hogan uh, with the Edelman yeah. possibility of a four game suspension. No idea what's going to happen. I'm, I'm thinking that it's probably not going to go anywhere now, which is good because I do not want Edelman to have a four game suspension. <laughs> All of a sudden, Chris Hogan get amped up. Oh, and Andrew Luck's throwing the ball again? Yeah. Yep. And uh, it, a lot to go over, really. Really. Is. But we'll get into that. Maybe another episode. We'll get more to mailbag here. Maybe some of that stuff will come up as we go. But if you guys want to get in on one of our listener leagues this year, which the winner of the entire thing is going to get our championship belt, which you can go to Instagram and take a look at if you go to Fantasy Football Profit on Instagram. You can enter the league by reviewing us on iTunes. Just give us a five star review. Send us an email at fantasyfootballprofit at gmail.com, letting us know you made the review, which name you used. We'll enter you into the one of the league. Into one of the cannot talk into one of the leagues. That we actually have, hard. It is. It's a difficult thing. But we have quite a few people that are already entered, so want to get in on that. That belt will be I'm gonna try to win it back. So Yeah, that's it was the plan. Um, and those listener leagues are a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun last year. Yep. It's definitely something you should check out if you're interested at all. Yeah, definitely. So get your reviews and you still got a bit of time. We'll start trying to set up those drafts as we get into August and early August. Um nothing set in stone yet when we'll do them, but we're definitely definitely gonna make sure, you know, everyone's available. We'll have a couple different times. So it's gonna be a lot of fun for that. So let's get into the mailbag, Jeff got a few questions this week again not a lot yet because it's still you know we're not quite there i know next month people will have a lot more questions when we get closer and closer to draft time so let's get going here ah let me see i'm gonna start off with eric asks us because we just talked about andrew luck where would you rank andrew luck now that he's throwing again i'm gonna say he's if he's andrew luck at healthy andrew luck's a top 10 quarterback for me so he's a, he's a top 10 i'm pretty sure i'll sneak him into top 10 for me, that's not too far. I had him at 13th. So that just puts him ahead of maybe, you know, Matt Ryan. For me, I had different rankings than you, obviously. Dak Prescott, Matt Ryan, Stafford. I think he goes up there. I think I think he does. And I kind of hope he stays. That's great value. I want to. I want Andrew Luck if he's going to be drafted around there. Yeah. For I mean, for me, I think uh, 
All right, he is throwing, no doubt about it. He's he's gearing up. He's going in the right direction. But at the same time, I really do want to see him play a little bit, so, you know, some sort of contact, anything like that, before I really throw him in my top 10, where I would actually draft him as my starter. Yes, he has a ton of value, but even right now, the fact that he threw it, very good step in the right direction, but he'd probably fall at, like, number 12 for me, something like that. I think... He's gonna. You'll, we'll see him go up the boards probably now already after this. Well, it's difficult too because I mean, he, he also took a year off. Yeah, I mean, true. I mean, if if any other player did this, would you be thinking that he's automatically gonna mm-hmm. go back to where he was? Because if if he does, right, you're a, he's a top four guy probably. He's a top five guaranteed almost. Yeah, see, and you're that, thinking that that's great value. But if not, even if he takes a step in the wrong direction, he, he is probably an eight, nine, ten, something like that. Um, but now you have guys like, I mean, are you putting him over Jared Goff? I mean, Jared Goff had a yeah, nice little season last year. I'm, I think I would, actually. Right? Um, so, I mean, the the people he would have to jump over, uh, pretty substantial, even like a Roethlisberger, who has, you know, a ton of weapons. Um, I don't know. They're, Phillip Rivers, uh, you know, and Matthew Stafford's a good one, too. He's kind of the unsung hero. I would still take luck over Stafford. But, yeah, so I, I'm still waiting to really – see him in in action but it's great that he actually threw a what was it college ball or a high school ball high school ball that's what it was <laughs> hey it's still something though no it is absolutely he's, in the right direction there. all right well, let's see here next question we get from drew he asked is Devonte adams a reach at pick 12 what do you say overall then yeah yeah, yeah, yeah without a doubt yeah i think so i mean i, I think Devonte adams is going to be very good this year just I'm not probably picking any any wide receiver at pick twelve. I don't think. I'm. I'm. I, I just don't see it. I mean, it's going to depend on who it is, but it's not going to be Devontae Adams. So, even in um, PPR or anything, yeah, I'm going to stay away from that kind of spot. I don't think you're going to have to pick him at twelve. He's not going to go there. Well, depending, right? So if yeah. you do have a, a snake draft and you're in the back end, you're probably just going to miss out on him. So I'm assuming this is what they're asking. You know, what I mean, if you have yeah. like a pick. 9 and 13 or you know or 8 and 12. Um yeah, you probably won't get him but there there's other guys there, right? Like you will possibly Julio Jones, possibly Michael Thomas. Um you know, AJ Green, Keenan Allen is are, are there. Um I'd probably pick all of them before Devonte, you know, getting yeah. close but so you can get a very good wide receiver, but I think that's early for him especially if someone like Julio drops. Yeah, and that it probably will. Who somebody like Julio probably will be around there. So yeah, that's too early. All right, Marty asks strategy for having a pick for having the eight to twelve pick in the first round. Let's say in a point five PPR league, what can he basically says? Would you go running back, uh, running back, wide receiver, running back? What do you What are you gonna do? He has like it's like a twelve person league, like eight to okay. So you'll be able to get one at the end of the first and the beginning of the second. I'm I'm hoping. uh, I mean, point five PPR. Yeah, (laughs) it throws a little bit, but I I think it it doesn't affect it too much. I I think I'm still going running back, and I'm I'm praying that someone like Elvin Kamara drops to me. If you are like eight, maybe you get lucky. Um. You know, he pe- he catches a, a ton of passes as well, so it's kind of best of both worlds. Yeah. But, I mean, there's a, a, a lot of running backs that are around there that are that I would still definitely take before a wide receiver. What about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go running back. I'm going to try to get as many running backs as I can, mm-hmm. especially in that kind of position. You know, 8 to 12, I feel like you could pull off a nice situation. I mean, 
Melvin Gordon could definitely drop eight to twelve. Oh yeah, or somebody like that. Or you get like a Melvin Gordon, Devontae Freeman. Leonard Fournette could drop in there and get like a Leonard Fournette, Devontae Freeman, Leonard Fournette, Jordan Howard. You know, I mean, those kind of combinations of players. Delvin Cook, you know, is his second running back. Like, yeah. There's all kinds of combinations of running backs down there that I think would yeah, be great. Without a, and especially with the point five, that will make sure that, you know, the three, four wide receivers are at least thought of up there. Yeah. Um, you know, and this is assuming if you're eight to twelve, you're not going to get your hands on an Antonio Brown or DeAndre Hopkins, who I obviously would pick in the first round in a point five. You know, um, but I mean, even your boy uh, Saquon Barkley, he might be there yeah, if he you got really you might know, be yeah. if if you're around eight. It's all going to depend on which drafted you know what your draft is, but he could definitely be yeah. there. I, I would definitely be leaning towards running back though. I think it's just a a much more of a, a need, especially in if you have a twelve team league. Yeah, they will disappear much quicker. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm just running back, running back. Just get running backs. You can five wide receivers later. It's kind of how. Yeah, I mean, I'm always gonna play it. We've, we've, I think we've said that enough times. If you ever listen to our any of our shows, we've said that probably a million times. And there are there are a few running backs. If, if there are a few running backs, uh, I don't know what round you'd actually have to get them, but someone like uh, McKinnon or McCaffrey that you you can get not later. Yep. But, you know, probably late second round or something like that, or who knows, maybe third, um, depending on what happens. But someone like that can really boost it, too. So if you did want to go running back, wide receiver, something like that, that's totally fine. But I prefer to lead off with running back. All right. Let's see here. Master asks, do you put a lot more value on pass catching backs in PPR, even if they're a tier below a skilled back? Is that example, let's say, would you value Christian McCaffrey over a Jordan Howard, which I know you wouldn't normally in standard, you'd correct. You'd probably want Howard, but does McCaffrey jump him in PPR from in PPR? Absolutely. Yeah. Especially with like that, that combination that's close enough for me. Yeah. That's, a, two, that's a very good example. Yeah. Cause that, those two are close enough where, yeah, I'm going to take McCaffrey in PPR. I'm going to probably take Howard. I mean, I, I like McCaffrey though. I'm certain I, I do like McCaffrey. So yeah, I, I he's also, close to yeah, Howard. I agree. But, but, I mean, actually, that leads perfectly to what I was saying before. Um, there are yeah. a few that would – their stack does raise, right, or yep. rise. Uh, and McKinnon is one of them. Yep. McCaffrey is definitely one but, of them. Like you said, yeah, would you take one – I mean, if they're a tier below – not if they're a tier below, really, because I don't feel like Howard is really quite a tier be- or ahead of McCaffrey. They're close enough. It's not going to be like you're going to well, take McCaffrey yeah. over – are you going to take McCaffrey over LaShawn McCoy? Ooh. I was really hard on McCoy. <laughs> yeah, see that McCoy. I mean, I would. I would you be probably very, would. There. I'd be very interested in that. And I also do like McCaffrey. I think he showed a lot his rookie year, and especially knowing he's going to catch damn near a hundred balls. I mean, he he really does have the opportunity. And if they hand it off to him a little more, I mean, you know, I, he's he's trending in the right direction anyway. So he's a he's a great example, but he's also tough because I think his upside is huge. So someone like him over McCoy, I would. But I totally understand if someone, you know, other people. Actually, would you make that McCaffrey over McCoy in a PPR league? Because it's not like McCoy doesn't catch balls either. No, I mean, I almost feel like I would because I'm worried about LaShawn McCoy. Yeah, I think the team's terrible. It's sad. Like they made the playoffs last year, which we don't even seem to realize they weren't. But I mean, yeah, they did somehow. Their offense is. They're way not good. Di- way different. No. Yeah, they're just not. They're not good. And I just and he's thirty years old now. Yeah, I not um, not really. 
I'm worried. I'm just going to avoid him almost in all situations unless I don't know where it would where I would have to even get McCoy. But yeah, I think McCaffrey somebody I would take. The PPR guy something like that is going to is going to jump with him. I don't I'm not going to rank him ahead of him in standard, but yeah, I don't know. That's one of them. Are, are there any running backs that um not not even jumping up a tier or anything, but which running backs in your mind benefit the most from like PPR? I mean, really McCaffrey is like the one you think of. I mean, yeah, McKinnon, obviously, like you said, that's those are the main ones. I mean, there's not a lot to me. Yeah, I guess the Chris Thompson, like he to me is not much of a value in standard, but in PPR, yeah, he might actually become something. Deion Lewis, again, he's another one where he's going to probably do some more pass catching stuff too. Possibly, he's going to they're going to have to use him that way. That's with Henry. With Henry there, he's going to have to be used that way quite a bit. So, I mean, those guys are actually the obvious answers. That's kind of, I mean, really, though, those are the guys. I mean, yeah, Duke Johnson. We could just bring the normal names up, which to me, like Duke Johnson, Chris Thompson. Chris Thompson's more valuable, I feel like, in standard than Duke Johnson a lot of times. But to me, they're not, I don't care about them in standard very much. But PPR, all of a sudden, they're great. It's just, a, it's a weird thing. Like, they just really jump in. Um, I, I think, I think uh, Tariq Cohen's going to be that guy again this year, too. I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I kind of like Tariq Cohen for PPR standard purposes. I think they're going to use them a little bit, but there's no one that really just like, yeah, it's those, those obvious names. I don't really see it's, we'll have to wait and see what goes on in preseason. If there's a couple guys that, you know, start doing some more and shoot, maybe it, maybe it's going to be Ty Montgomery. He's yeah. a guy no one talks about anymore because of, you know, all the other backs with Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams there, but Montgomery, I think he's still going to be useful. Right. There's a little chatter about him. I saw it today or the day before, like he's going to be used. I mean, even <laughs> I don't know how how he's going to be designated, and I can't believe I'm bringing up his name. But um, uh, we were I was looking for uh, backs to be sleepers, everything like that. Right? Tavon Austin, yeah, Tavon yeah. Austin, <laughs> yeah. and the fact I mean, obviously he's, he's wider. They, yeah, yeah, he hyped he could him get, up, but he, yeah. right now he's only listed as a running back for them. And think you should get running back, uh, right? Yeah. If you get running back designation, and then you can use him at wide receiver. That'd be nice. Exactly. So that that would actually be interesting, and that's kind of the perfect storm. But how many times have been burnt by him? But you know, in a PPR league, he might actually hold some value. Yeah, I I agree. All right, next question from Doyle Rules it says: What teams have invested in their O lines, and which players do you think will benefit the most? Honestly, I don't think there's a team out there that has improved enough for me to change my opinion on a player. And really change yeah. any kind. There just isn't this year. And I know there are certain teams that really went out and tried to strengthen it, but it's very difficult to know whether or not that is yeah. actually going to take hold right away. And a lot of people did it in the draft. I don't know if those young players are actually going to, you know, come out on top year one. It's very difficult. Cool. In last year, a lot of people were ranking Isaiah Crowell so high because they're like Cleveland revamped their line. It's going to be great. Crowell's going to be great. Just didn't happen. Like no. it's hard to say. You don't know how it's. You just don't know how it's going to work. It's so. There's no nobody that I'm going to be changing my value on because of it. That's you know nobody that's like that stand out to me. So yeah, no. All right, Fantasy Prime asks, who is your favorite late round sleeper? Do you have a favorite late round sleeper? Yeah, I was wondering how how deep we wanted to go in this one. Yeah, it's kind of there's some guys like way down there that I'm probably going to like. Like okay. End of the draft last round, Mike Williams. I'm just I'm a Mike Williams guy this year. Right. I that's, actually that's like one of the that's one of the guys who Randall Cobb for me. I'll just name a bunch of guys. Yeah. Randall Cobb, Mike Williams at wide receiver. I like both of them. Again, I liked Randall Cobb last year. I just there's not much 
He's he's going to be late. Geronimo Allison. I like bringing up his name because basically, though, if Randall Cobb's nothing, <laughs> maybe Geronimo, Geronimo Allison gets his shot. And even, okay, running back, this isn't, I mean, super deep, but we talked about him. Marlon Mack, I do like Marlon Mack, especially if there's a healthy Andrew Luck. Mack's getting ranked around 30s. That's late round. Yeah, I mean, right now, and we already brought up his name, but Ty Montgomery. Right now, he's yeah. ranked consensus at 59, Yep, running yep. back. Well, and because you don't really know how it's going to shake out, and that's the thing, you're kind of taking a risk on some of these guys. Well, and how, how about, okay, not, this isn't, not sold on him, and I just brought his name up. Isaiah Crowell, he is. We've just glossed over him completely. We don't even think about him at all. Yet, the Jets did go out and sign him. He's young enough yet. Powell's thirty years old or whatever. Crowell might actually have a shot to do something and be much more valuable than we think. He really might. Like, I'm not saying I'm sold on. I'm not. This is more of a, you know, situation player who's going to be a later round draft pick which i could be a sleeper right there it's weird to say like all of a sudden he became way overhyped last year to just completely forgotten about this year i don't know yeah i actually really like that pick that's a beautiful one to throw at the end of your bench yeah he's like he's going to be one of those like post hype sleeper guys because he was hyped last year and did nothing but why not you know there could be something there um, a couple other ones uh, we had talked about before, but you say Mike Williams. I say John Ross is along yep. the same lines. Yep, those kind of players, yeah. Um, but uh, the one that I really, really like is uh, Christian Kirk from Arizona. Okay. He's currently yeah. ranked at 67th at wide receiver, but he's going to be the number two automatically. Fitzgerald is much more like a glorified tight end. Wonderful player, but obviously, you know, definitely lost a step, if you will. You're going to have Bradford. So I think there could be a lot there. And even something like DJ Moore, and I realize I'm going with youth on this because obviously those guys slip mm-hmm. a little farther, but DJ Moore has a ton of upside, and he's 54th wide receiver right now. So guys like that. And and uh, another guy that uh, I just want to bring up because I find him intriguing, um, but it's Cam Meredith. Yeah, oh, yeah. He, he's with the Saints. He's going to be a later-round pick. You don't really know what to expect because he got hurt mm-hmm. last year, but I was really high on him before that injury. And um, you're going to have Drew Brees, so – you never know. You never know with that one. No, I agree. That's uh, those are the kind of guys just to watch out for. All those kind of players. It's it's hard to say right now how anything's going to shake out. It's we really don't know. I mean, and well, I'll throw out like I like Chris Godwin from Tampa. If he ever if if Deshaun Jackson just isn't going to do much, we don't know yet. He's still there, so Godwin's still the third. But he's a guy who played well at the end of last year. But these are all like at the very end of the draft and might not even be drafted type players. Yeah. And once once again, just to double down on my underrated or undervalued people, uh, Tyrod Taylor for, oh, yeah. for yeah. QB. He is so ranked so, so low. We're about a month away, I think, from our deep sleepers list. We'll do a deep sleepers list in the middle of July. So that we'll see a lot of these guys. What We usually go like you have to be beyond 50 at that year position to get on that list. So we'll we'll talk about some of those guys going forward as you know as we get going. All right, we have one more question. That's it. Actually, a couple more questions, but all from the same guy. Yeah, it's Ultimate Twelfth E. Brown. He asks, "Let's see, what players? Let's see, what players do you think will fall in rounds one to four in fantasy drafts?" Okay, wait a second. Is there players that are going to fall in those rounds? I don't know how, exactly the question. Some of the players that I like. I mean, Stefan Diggs is one of those guys I think is going to fall later at the end of those rounds that I really like. I think he's like a second round potential is going to go to the fourth player, fourth round. There's, there's not a lot of guys that I – that kind of 
I don't have a lot of guys right now that are standing out to me in like once you get beyond the first two rounds, that third, fourth round is like the dead period to me. <laughs> I don't know about you. So there's not like I'm not having a lot of guys right now to me that are just ugh, standing out middle mid-tier round, you know, once you get beyond the first couple. I'm trying to think if you got any players there that might fall a little bit that you think are really top quality. JGI, there's one. Yeah, JJ. That's mine. Yeah, uh, I think maybe Kenyon Drake might fall a little bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm just there's trying a lot of to talk about Kalen Ballard. Yeah, now, right? I'm, I'm trying to think of the people that don't have the name recognition. Yeah, that, that's the kind of guys you got to look right? for there. And I feel like Doug Baldwin always falls a little bit. Yeah, he will. I think he will too. Again, that's another just not. No and, one. Yeah, and if we have anything to do with it, Lashawn McCoy will, yeah. will fall a little bit. All right, how about this part of the? This is yeah, I like this part. It says. What are your thoughts if he if I take Kareem Hunt in the second round as an RB two to back up Le'Veon Bell? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that'd be I amazing. don't think you're going to be able to pull that off unless unless he already knows he has Le'Veon. Unless that's a keeper. Yeah, if you get Bell, yeah, true. Because yeah, that's a great combination. Yeah. I mean, I if you could get both of those, kudos to you. Absolutely, do either it. way. Even if you can't get Hunt, you can pair up Bell with another running back if you want. That yeah. shouldn't be a problem. And then he says, also, I plan to draft either Travis Kelsey or Deshaun Watson in the fourth round. Ooh, what do you think about that? <laughs> Me personally, I don't like it. I get it. There's nothing. I don't see. Okay, really, honestly, there's probably nothing wrong with it, especially if you go like running back, running back, wide receiver, at first three. Then yeah, you get either a top tight end or what you think is a top quarterback. For me personally, I think Deshaun Watson's a reach at four, the fourth round. And I even think you like you like Deshaun Watson, but you're not reaching for him. No, that's the problem. You know what I mean? No. Yeah, and I, I think. In the fourth, even though I probably would wait at least one more round. But if you took Kelsey there, I would have no issue with it. Because I do think he is uh, just head and shoulders, you know, in the top tier of tight ends. And that is a very, very shallow uh, position. So I understand locking that down and and spending a little extra on a guy like that. So I would be okay with Kelsey at four. But I do think, even though I think Deshaun Watson will be good, I have a hard time paying a fourth round pick to a QB when I can get one at the end and they're going to be yeah. very, very serviceable. So if you want to do that, I would, I would lean towards Kelsey. I'd be, I'd be totally down for that. Yep. I agree. All right. I think it's going to do it for the mailbag. You know, keep getting your questions in. We'll add them to the next one. If we don't have a mailbag episode, maybe for the next couple weeks, we'll still, if you send us in your questions, we'll, you know, read them on the show. So get them in. We'll have one more episode this week, and then next week we're going to talk about you know some polarizing players, some of the names we've brought up here, and some you know getting going here. We'll talk about those coming up with safe players, breakout players, all kinds of stuff every week coming up. So to make sure you guys keep checking us out, go on Instagram, follow us at Fantasy Football Profit, Twitter the FF Profit, subscribe to us on YouTube, go to YouTube.com/slash Fantasy Football Profit. We'll talk to you guys next time.